everybody. Good morning. This is your host, Jordan Tremaine, and welcome to the Perspectival Podcast, where we explore new thoughts, connect ideas, and offer perspectives that may change the way you think about a thing or two. And today, we're going to talk about Cold War. All right, good morning, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about something called Cold War, which, I mean, was a very large or, you know, decently large event in the course of human history. And I think it folds into that, which is like the the Soviets versus Americans in war, not war, because of nukes. Um, and it has a lot to do with that, but we're going to get to that later. Uh, I do want to explain why... I think this is a good concept for the Perspectal Podcast first, and then maybe tie it into that a little later. Oh, excuse me. Um, but this is kind of a, a branch out from a previous episode I did on war and conflict. So if you're interested in the full concept, I'd say, you know, scroll back a couple episodes and listen to that guy, because um, I realized while talking to somebody in public, ugh, I know, um, that war can have like two poles, like a negative and a positive pole, or a hot and a cold pole in this case. Um, and in the original War and Conflict podcast, the type of war that I was referring to, I'm going to call hot war in today's episode in order to contrast it with today's topic, which is cold war. So I do want you to go back and listen to that episode, but in case uh, you're not, um, the main premise of the episode of war and conflict is that the absence of conflict is war. And there's this idea that conflict is not a good thing. Um, but actually in that episode, we tried to get to this point where we look at conflict as a good thing. Conflict is us sitting at the table and trying to work in dialogue to resolve our differences. We have a conflict. We're struggling through something. And war is what happens when we're done struggling. We're not going to struggle. And it's like, all right, I'm, I'm done being diplomatic. I'm going to pull my guns out. That's war. And that's worse than conflict. Even though conflict can be very uncomfortable, it could be a struggle, it could take time. Ultimately, it's like how relationships are formed, how treaties are signed, how uh, allies, you know, coalesce into different structures and stuff like that. Um, so conflict is actually dope if you can get through it. And I was advocating for going into conflict uh, because when you don't, you risk going into war. And so hot war, which I think was kind of more of the focus of the war and conflict podcast episode, was more along the lines of like guns blazing, like I'm right you're wrong, and I'm going to kill you, or I'm going to force you to uh, admit that I'm right. I'm going to like put you in a headlock and do noogies. If I'm your big brother, if I'm a bully, I might beat you up. If, um, I don't know, uh, if I'm a different country, we might actually go to traditional war with guns and tanks and planes and subs and stuff. Um, but the idea is, like, I'm not here to talk. I'm not here to, like, hash it out with words. I'm here to just say I'm right and if you want to like put up a different opinion I'm gonna pound it down that's hot war because it's active but I want to talk about a different type of war today which still follows the same kind of uh flow where 
once you step out of conflict, if the thing hasn't been resolved and you step out of conflict, then um, you don't always step into hot war. There's another type of war called cold war, or that I'm going to explain as cold war. And usually, hot war is what happens after you've tried conflict and it doesn't work, or you are openly like, I don't want to hear it, I'm right, the end of story. But even that, there's a little bit of conflict there because there was a little bit of dialogue, even if it was a monologue. Um, but in Cold War, often I think what happens is uh, people are trying to avoid conflict. There's this whole idea of conflict avoidance where people act like people pleasers. They They just do what other people want or they do not voice their opinions or they have an issue, they have something they want to talk about, but they don't bring it up in order to avoid conflict. And to some people, this seems logical. Like, I don't want to fight. I want, there to, I want to maintain the peace. So I'm going to implement these strategies to avoid conflict. But what I'm here today to say is that's not good. And I'm going to try to explain why it's not good, because it leads to war. And it doesn't lead to hot war, necessarily. I think it leads more to something that's more aligned with a cold war. But it's still war, and it's still problematic, and I don't think it's the place you're trying to get to by avoiding conflict. Avoiding conflict or refusing conflict, I think refusing conflict is more with hot war, avoiding conflict is more with cold war. But for whatever reason, failing to enter into conflict when there is a disagreement, um, I think, is bad news bears. And it can uh, develop itself in different ways. Uh, but avoiding conflict is not a way to long-term uh, have good relationships. So we talked about some, some things that could lead to avoiding conflict and like uh, people-pleasing um, or or kind of stuffing down your own opinions, not speaking up for yourself, not speaking out. Um, sometimes just straight up avoiding. Like you see someone in the street and you kind of like duck and like move the other way um, and you don't want to get into this confrontation kind of thing. Or you don't answer people's calls or answer their texts or whatever. Um, often in the case where you avoid conflict, you may temporarily relieve yourself from negative emotions. So like you don't have to, you know, struggle through the conflict. You avoided the conflict. Hooray. I don't have to feel that uneasiness of being in the room and having a disagreement. But let's take the case of I and I have a friend named Jeff. And Jeff's actually my roommate. Um, and Jeff, he, we, you know, when we moved in together, we were like, hey, man, I'll wash my dishes when I get them dirty. You wash your dishes when you get them dirty. But, like, let's not, like, leave a bunch of dishes out because, you know, other person got to use dishes sometimes, so it's cool if they're the other person cleans them um, when they use them. And we're like, cool, made an agreement. It's all good. But maybe Jeff is not washing the dishes. And I could enter into conflict. I could, or potentially enter into conflict. I could confront him and be like, go, Jeff, what's up? I thought you, you know, we agreed that you are going to wash dishes and there's obviously 19,000 dishes in the sink, and I didn't do that, so yo, what's up? And I could do that. I could 
uh, potentially enter into conflict with him because I don't know what he's going to say. He might be like, man, I had a hard day at work. You don't know my life. Or my girlfriend just spoke up with me. I'm so sad. This and I can't do it. I think it could turn into this whole thing and I might get sucked into his life and maybe I don't want to deal with that. Or maybe I don't want to potentially like um, destabilize our relationship because I have to live with him. He's my roommate. And uh, that could be highly problematic if we start beef and we're not on good terms, especially over something little like dishes. Um, But if that was a really, if that was like an issue that bothered me and he continued to do this, uh, like not, not wash his dishes thing, and I never spoke up about it, he doesn't, I mean, yeah, we agreed once, but maybe he forgot or maybe he doesn't think it's a big deal. And so he doesn't really have this knowledge that it's bothering me. And sometimes, you know, pick your battles. You, I don't think you should speak up and enter into conflict willy-nilly all the time for everything that bothers you even a little bit. Um, that's, I think, a different way to start a war. But um, I think when it really does bother you or when it's justified, like, speak up and speak your mind. Uh, and when you don't do that, like in this case with me and Jeff, um, maybe this starts bothering me a lot and I start, like, harboring and building resentment towards Jeff and thinking ill of him and like not being as friendly towards him because he doesn't do his dishes which is true he is not fulfilling an agreement we made but it's also in in you know a different light not fair of me to not bring this up and then uh be mad at him and grumpy and maybe passive aggressive towards him And I think it's so interesting, this idea of passive aggression, because it's still aggressive. Like, hot war is, like, active aggressive. Like, I'm going to hit you with a frying pan. That's, like, active hot war aggression. But passive aggressive could just be me giving him the cold shoulder or um, me ignoring his texts or, you know, a a number of different things. Um, And it could start this chain of, like, Okay, Jeff didn't do the dishes, so maybe um, I leave my clothes in the dryer to show him what it's like. But he doesn't know that the clothes in the dryer are because he didn't do the dishes, because I never told him that. And it'd be amazing for him to figure that out using his own knowledge. Um, So maybe he gets mad at me for that. And maybe he does the same thing. Maybe he acts passive-aggressive, and now he uh, doesn't take the trash out. And it could just devolve into this war it's us fighting each other passive aggressively but it's it's a cold war i'm not punching him or something like that i'm using more like guerrilla warfare tactics where i'm like surprise attacking but sometimes very secretively or like covert ops kind of stuff and this could destroy a relationship very easily if you've ever been in a real relationship passive aggressiveness is a uh thing that you have to mitigate if you don't it'll grow it's like a weed in your garden. You got to pick it uh, pretty consistently or it'll grow. And what I'm saying is avoiding conflict is not a way to avoid a war. It's not a way to avoid problems. It's just a way to take that energy that needs to come out. Um, that energy could be you having a disagreement. That energy could be somebody... Um, Maybe somebody did something you think is rude or inappropriate or something like that. But there's energy, like emotional energy or whatever, that gets built up in you through interactions. And you could deal with it through conflict, which is kind of like therapy, um, where you talk it out. 
you could deal with it uh, through hot war by like pulling your fists out and being like, you know, Jeff, if you don't wash the dishes, I'm going to beat you up. You could do that. Um, or you can let your energy out by doing like a bunch of shady on the low stuff, like leaving your clothes in the dryer or I don't know, tons of other different little passive aggressive things. Um, and personally, I think conflict is the healthiest. It may not be the most immediately satisfying method for kind of like releasing this emotional energy from interactions that you're not a hundred percent on. But if you don't find a way to deal with this energy, it's going to not go well. I think there's lots of things that are very trivial, like, um, I don't know, uh, maybe for whatever reason it's your pet peeve that people like scratch their armpits or something like that, but that's like a totally legal thing that everybody's allowed to do and it may just be annoying to you. So maybe you just have to like suck that up and be like, okay, my roommate Jeff scratches his armpits when I'm around or, or chews with their mouth open. I've probably said this on the podcast like a hundred times, but that bugs me. But I mean, like, you're allowed to do it, and I'm not going to say anything. Unless I have this idea that you're doing that on purpose just to bother me, then I might bring it up. But other than that, like, you're allowed to do all the annoying things that are legal. Um, you're allowed to stomp around the house if that's how you walk all the time. If you only stomp when you're around me and then I catch you in other places walking like a regular person, then I'm going to be mad. But... um like there's a bunch of things that you got to like choose your battles on where you can't just um, enter into conflict all the time and try to like make the world perfectly work for you. But there's definitely times when you've made specific agreements with people and they break contract. Like, you know, we agreed to do the dishes and um, you didn't do the dishes. I remember I had a roommate actually in college that moved in and we definitely agreed to split rent. And then he kept like trying to get out of rent with all these like random excuses but he'd always like give the excuse like, I don't know, three hours before rent was due. Like it had to be turned in online by midnight and he'd like show up at like nine o'clock. Oh my gosh, you know, I can't pay rent. It's like, I, I for sure know that you knew you couldn't pay rent like at least a day ago. So why are you doing this? Put me in on the spot last minute. Oh, we're friends. You got to help me kind of thing. Oh, it was not cool. And I had to enter into conflict with him multiple times. Um, or this person multiple times, and, and we're not really friends anymore. Uh, but like stuff happens, and it's unless you deal with nobody, um, and you live in an ivory tower or in the forest or something like that, then you're going to have opportunities to have interactions with people, and therefore enter into conflict. So know your know when it's good to enter into conflict. Don't just be entering into conflict all the time. Like, you got to pick your battles. I think uh, somebody not paying rent is a pretty good battle to pick. Um, but sometimes, like, uh, you know, somebody left a sock on the couch once, that maybe is not a good thing to have a fight over. Maybe you just, maybe they put their laundry basket on the couch and one sock fell out and they didn't even notice. Maybe you just bring the sock to their door and, hey, is this your couch, your sock? All right, cool. Um but, you know, if that happens, like, all the time, or their laundry's, like, all over the living room all the time, then maybe that's a different thing. So, have common sense. 
or some sense about you when you enter into conflict. But when there is an opportunity to enter into conflict, I highly suggest you do it. Um, I would caution you to be careful about it, to be respectful about it, and try to keep it in conflict and not let it devolve into war. But sometimes that's not up to you. Sometimes the other person's having a day and it's time for war. But then you learn about that person. You know, maybe you shouldn't hang around that person or maybe you should start slowly creating boundaries and stepping back and all that kind of stuff. But if you don't do this, if you see opportunity for conflict, you want things to get better and then you choose to avoid it, that is setting yourself up for war. It's setting yourself up for resentment. And resentment can happen in all these weird ways. Uh, and uh, it's it's not good long term. I think that... The conflict avoidance thing to me is is kind of shady because because the the whole idea is if you maintain this conflict avoidant posture over time, you're going to build up resentment and then you're going to start treating the other person through your resentment, which is so unfair because by the time you start like actually manifesting this resentment and like giving them the cold shoulder or talking behind their back or doing all these different things. Usually it's a lot of different little things that have built up over time. But the the person that you have resentment against has no idea that any of these things are issues. And you didn't even give them a chance to deal with it. You just kept it to yourself and then kind of made this plan to get back at them in some other way. And so it's very confusing to them. And to me, this is like a sucker punch. It's like you don't give them a chance to know that they're in a fight. You just like sneak up on them and sucker punch them, which is the passive aggressive behavior. And then of course they're going to want to defend themselves. And then they might be uh, trying to enter into conflict with you like, hey man, why are you being, why are you acting, why are you giving me the cold shoulder? Why are you leaving your clothes in the dryer? And they're justified because they're trying to enter into conflict to make the relationship better, to like get rid of the emotional energy and trying to bring things back to normal. But if that's all tied up in you doing these like secret like guerrilla warfare covert ops because of your part passive aggression because the dishes before, like you're gonna like it's gonna turn into a hot war because of your Cold War tactics. Um, and I hope this. I'm, I'm explaining this right. But it's like, it's risky if you value the relationship at all to avoid conflict. I think that's kind of like the whole bread and butter of today's episode where sometimes you give people a pass, sometimes you have grace, sometimes you just, you know, that person is that way and I'm going to accept that from them. All right. But, um, other like if it's really something that's bothering you or something that you're justified in bringing up it's your responsibility to bring it up a relationship it could be a friendship it could be an intimate partnership it could be family it could be coworkers whatever like people have responsibilities in relationships it's to hold each other accountable it's to be vulnerable with each other it's to bring things to the surface and communicate if you can't do these things you can't have a relationship and this is one of the reasons why if you can't bring up conflict, 
um, and say like, hey, you said this at the party and that was like, I thought that was really rude and that, that scratched me the wrong way. Um, what did you mean by that? Um, like, you know, sometimes people say stuff. I remember I've, I've been at plenty of parties where people like popped off and said some stuff that I thought was uh, highly problematic. And you don't have to, like, in front of everybody at the party, like, hey, that was rude, or that's not politically correct, how dare you, whatever. But maybe, like, later, maybe next day, maybe next week, be like, hey, man, I just want to let you know, like, hey, last week at the party, you said this and this and this. Uh, yeah, that that wasn't cool with me at all. I'd, I'd appreciate it if you didn't talk like that around me or something like that. Um, personally, like, for me, there was this thing. I don't like when people poke me and touch me when they talk. I, I never understood why that was a thing, uh, and people, like, get really excited, and, oh, you know, this, and then that, and this, and they'll start, like, poke, and they're not even, sometimes they're not even mad at you, they're just excited to talk, that bothers me a lot, and I realized that it was something, this is, like, a personal example for me, um, it was causing me to dislike people, but then that was my fault, because I was not having boundaries and saying, like, yo, bro, don't touch me. Um, cause then I was like, that comes off kind of standoffish, but it's like, whatever, I don't want them to touch me and I can find a way to be respectful about it. And I've told people about this since then and they've been like, oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Whatever. Um, and it stopped and it's been better for both of us. So, uh, because now I'm not sitting there like, Ugh, if he pokes me again, I'm going to be, I'm not doing that. Giving off these like weird vibes, making the other person feel uncomfortable. And then I feel good because I'm not getting poked. Um, so it's cool. Uh, moral of the story, I think that actions have consequences, and consequences can be good, like um, you go to college and study hard, maybe the consequence of that is an education, cool, but like everything has consequences, and you can't like, ignore, like, just because you're trying to avoid something doesn't mean that you don't have to deal with the consequences of reality. They just might come in a different form. In this case, like, you're trying to get out of the conflict, it's coming for you. Like, because you're going to build up resentment, then your behavior is going to change because of your resentment, and that behavior is going to create conflict that the other person is probably going to act on, and then it's going to turn into war because now it's all tangled up in resentment and all these things that the other person doesn't even know about because you never told them. Um, so communicate with people. Don't be nitpicky, but communicate, talk with people, tell them what's on your mind. Um, I think a helpful hint for this is to not blame the other person. Uh, I, a good strategy that I've had is like, um, like with the poking me thing, I don't go like, yo, stop poking me. I'm not like, hey, this is your fault. You need to stop. I'm like, hey, man, um, personally, for me, just my personal preference is I don't like being touched all the time. Uh, it seems that, you know, that seems like the way you talk. I ain't got no problem with the way you talk. I just don't personally want to be touched while you're talking. It's very distracting. And if you could not do that, I'd appreciate it. Um, that's way different than like, hey, stop poking me. Because that, like, depending on who you're talking to, the way you talk, the way you communicate with them has a lot of effect on what they actually hear. But yeah, this has been Jordan Tremaine with another Perspective Podcast episode, this time on Cold War. It's a little interesting relationship dynamic. Uh, but yeah, the absence of conflict 
is war. And it doesn't matter how that conflict is not there, how that absence manifests, whether the absence is me outright refusing, like I am not going to sit and talk with you about this, I'm right, or you avoid and you're, you're just like, I'm just going to ignore it. Maybe it'll go away. It's not going to go away. It's going to turn into war. Um, so I hope you guys have good conflict. I hope you guys have the courage to step up and speak your mind. And then I hope it doesn't turn into a hot war. I hope it turns into a good conversation somewhere down the road. But yeah, this is Jordan Tremaine with another episode of the Perspectal Podcast, and I will catch you guys later.